we're all souls having a human experience. That experience is a journey, and each journey is unique. It's through our experiences that we come together and unite. Join soul-led author, podcaster, Reiki practitioner, healer, teacher, and sheepreneur, Kristen Aurelia, as she shares insights, wisdom, and knowledge with listeners. This show is dedicated to understanding the complex layers of human behavior. Each episode will continue to illuminate pathways and spark soulful journeys. After all, we are all children of God, one collective consciousness trying to survive the human experience. Hello and welcome to the Surviving the Human Experience podcast. My name is Kristen Aurelia and I'm going to be your host. I'm humbled and blessed that you have chosen to be part of the SheWise family and I'm thrilled to be part of your journey. For those of you who are returning listeners, welcome back. If you're new to the show, we're excited to have you here. Just a little bit about our show. I've dedicated my life to studying and observing and understanding the complex layers of human behavior. My experiences that have both been professional, academic, and personal have shaped my journey. Um, And that's made me go towards the direction of sharing insights, wisdom, and knowledge through the show with our listeners. So this channel is a uniquely created space for the exploration of topics that are all things human experience related. We cover a variety of topics spanning across health and wellness, self-discovery, life experiences, personal growth, healing, and so much more. So now for my disclaimer, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. I am a fellow human being having a human experience and sharing information and findings along my journey. The views and insights shared by myself and guests on the show are the sole thoughts, feelings, opinions, and experiences of those expressing them. You're encouraged to research guests on the show to learn more about their credentials and philosophies as part of your understanding of viewpoints expressed. I am not a licensed therapist, and this podcast is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. So now that we've got all of that out of the way, we are going to jump into today's show. We have a really exciting episode for you today. Today on Surviving the Human Experience, we have a very... um, distinguished guest. We're here with Denise Clare. Denise Clare is a soul-led author, telepathic healer, Reiki practitioner, public speaker, and teacher. She is the author of the recently released Journey to the Awakening that was just published in 2023. She first began her journey to the awakening several years back with profound experiences through her writings and channeled messages and her spiritual gifts have continued to evolve. On a personal note, Denise is a beautiful soul who I am blessed to know as my mother. She has held space for me personally as I have embarked upon my spiritual journey and I'm so excited to welcome her to the show. So welcome to the show, Denise. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Yes, and thank you for sharing your time with us. Uh, We're excited to have you here as well because we know you are going to cover so many topics across the spiritual spectrum. Um, So I'm going to do my best to stay focused because I know we could be here for hours and days. Uh, We have a lot of wealth of information to cover. So let's get started with um, having you share a little bit with your listener or with our listeners about your spiritual journey and how you identified what your spiritual gifts were and the mission that you are embarking upon. Wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> I think that um, 
all of us spend a lifetime on a journey. And I think the journey begins before we actually realize that we're even on the journey. Um, we, we evolve throughout our lives and throughout our human experiences. And it's just a matter of when we actually realize that we are, we are moving forward in our journey. Um, some things that happened, well, obviously you know, but let's tell the listeners that um, we had a very tragic uh, loss in our family and um, I lost my oldest son, which um, really um, enveloped every cell in my being. It was a very difficult experience, I'm sure for you, mm -hmm. a little bit different than me, mm -hmm. um, but that that seemed to open a door that led me to realizing that there was so, so much more to this human experience and to this lifetime than I had ever realized before. Mm -hmm. So that, um, along with your journey, uh, the two of them meshing together and just feeling the very deep need to help my children, to guide my children, to work with what was going on in my mind and in my body. Um, the loss of a child can be beyond overwhelming mm -hmm. and there are so many people I think that are in so much pain and having such a hard time walking through that pain and um, trying to come out the other side and find the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. So um, I think that began what now seems to be the journey for what will be the rest of my life, I think. So um, the telepathic healing was kind of an interesting uh, development. Mm -hmm. um, I. Uh, began uh, doing a lot of holistic type of um, things. Uh, I began um, a very uh, healthy eating um, regime. Mm -hmm. uh, began following a lot of the medical medium. We went through this mm -hmm. journey together. Um, I'm sure you could expound on that, but that journey was, was huge. I mean, it was just from one thing to another. How do we cleanse our bodies? How do we bring our physical beings back to a position where we can actually function? And then it was learning how to move my energy. It was learning uh, lots of different methods from naturopaths, um, from... Um, holistic healers um, from mediums that were very familiar with medical mediumship um, all of those things combined um, learning breath work learning sound bowl healing um, just ever I just went on this quest for knowledge where all we did was read and and delve into the spiritual world and and what was it really all about and how could it help us and how do we help others from what we learn so um, the telepathic healing um, started with um, the uh, moving of my energy mm -hmm. and uh, learning how to bring the energy from above and bring the energy from below unite them and move them through my body but then learning how to move that through others 
Um, and that's been a wonderful journey. And I'm just so excited because every time um, I work on someone, it just seems like just such a wonderful experience for both myself and for them. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, and it just continues to grow each and every time I try to use that gift. Mm. So that's been amazing. Awesome. Thank you for that. So it's very interesting because it seems like um, everyone I've had the opportunity to come across and talk to who's on that spiritual awakening or that spiritual journey, it tends to begin with a very profound experience. Uh, in my conversations with others, it seems like there's typically either a health crisis, a loss, grief, something profound that shakes up the human psyche uh, in an unexpected way. And it results in this quest for knowledge and deeper understanding and connection that was always there, but maybe wasn't um, acknowledged or or paid so much attention to. Um, so it's interesting that you share that today, that your journey did begin with a profound loss that literally put you in this mental space where you decided to, to go deeper, to go within, to see, you know, make sense of this life and this human experience in this world that we're in. I think that, that from a young age that we're never really taught to nurture our spiritual selves. Mm -hmm. And I think we've, as human beings, have evolved away from that mm -hmm. and have turned away from whatever people would like to call it. I call it God and mm -hmm. Jesus and, and some people call it source or whatever you would like to call it. Mm -hmm. But I think that as humans, we've evolved away from that and we've lost touch with our inner selves. We've lost touch with the ability to connect with our spirit and to connect with God. Mm -hmm. And I think at some point in our lives, we need to take a look at it and say, what happened? Why are we not teaching our children to connect with themselves, mm -hmm. to go inside, to realize that the strength of our beings lies within ourselves? Mm -hmm. um, I'm working on a new uh, book, actually, that I'm going to be um, exploring and um, it, talking about how do you turn inward and come to the point where you're healing from within yourself. Mm -hmm. um, as I was opened up to all of this, um, I had to go backwards before I could go forward. Mm -hmm. And so in the book, Journey to the Awakening, I had to look back at what happened, what really happened when I was younger, mm -hmm. what really happened in my lineage's lives, what happened in the previous generations, mm -hmm. you know, where did women start? What, what happened that brought us to the place of, you know, feeling less than or not enough? What brought women to the point where they felt like they didn't really have much to offer to this world? Mm -hmm. Because as you start to evolve, you realize that whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, whether you're a child, an adult, it really doesn't matter. Each soul has a purpose. Mm -hmm. Each soul is led in a direction. Each soul is as important and should be as independent and capable as any other soul. Mm -hmm. Nothing matters. There is no description for a person that's better or worse or or higher in the hierarchy of things. Mm -hmm. the, there is is no real difference other than 
the boxes and the presence and the presentation of ourselves as a human. Mm. Because when you look beyond the cover, when you look under the wrapping, when you look inside the box, you're all the same. Mm -hmm. You're all the same. You have the same potential. Mm -hmm. And it's a matter of whether or not someone chooses because that free will thing and that ego thing always gets in the way. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to teach our children to choose the right path, to choose what they would like to be and how they can develop and to show them how to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been lost in our in our education systems, in our religious structures, in all of the structures of humanity. Mm -hmm. We have lost the ability to teach our children to follow their inner being and that inner voice inside them to move forward. The world is at a point of the great awakening. Mm -hmm. And the great awakening is coming. There's nothing you can do to stop it. It will come and these are the types of messages that I would get. And so one morning I just started writing catchy phrases and um, there were there were a few. There were like three of them that I had kind of honed down to and as I continued to write I said, well which one is the right one? And it said, you choose, but remember, this is your journey. Mm -hmm. So as I thought about it, and I would close my eyes, I would see the light. And I said, um, okay, so I'm walking towards the light, and it is the time of the Great Awakening, mm -hmm. and this is my journey. And that's kind of where the, the, the title came from. And the book cover itself, if you see the book mm -hmm. or you go you know, online and look up the book, um, the, the cover of the book was um, something I asked my husband, who's very talented, mm -hmm. to paint for me. And I, I kept seeing when I closed my eyes the columns mm -hmm. and the staircase mm -hmm. and me. Mm -hmm. But just the back of me walking very slowly mm -hmm. up this staircase towards this very bright, bright light. And so I guess that's where the cover and the and the and the, the title came from. It was kind of a process of working through as I was going through my journey and my writings and my life really, mm -hmm. um, trying to put the book together. And it was uh, it was quite a process. Wow. The uh, cover, for those of you who haven't seen the book, is absolutely exquisite. It's such a um, profound statement on the book. The contents of the cover, it just all goes together so beautifully. Um, and I can see you walking up those steps. I, I can see those columns and the bright light coming in as you walk through that journey to go towards the light. I mean, it's just absolutely magnificent. So what would you say, um, because I know we have uh, multiple topics to talk about today, um, you shared a little bit about your journey, you shared what prompted you to write the book, um, what would you say are some key takeaways, there's so many messages and I, and I get that and I understand that we could do again a, a whole segment on the book, but what would you say are some key takeaways or areas that you'd like um, readers as they're going through the book, just kind of some aha moments that maybe surprised you as well as you were writing and channeling, because you did share that in your book, there's parts that are written by you and there's parts that are channeled messages from God. And in doing that, you've got some stories 
and some messages and stories and messages. So which ones would you like to highlight? Um, maybe one or two that you just want to share with our listeners. Well, one of the things that kind of, kind of resonated with me as I was writing it was, um, I always felt as a child and as an adult, as I was having my children and, and, and moving through my life, um, that I always felt like I was kind of trapped, kind mm. of in a cage or somewhere where I wasn't really able to break free. So mm -hmm. I always felt suppressed, I guess, mm -hmm. is a word that I could use for that. Mm -hmm. um, and as a child, I always kind of felt like I was on the outside, that I was not part of um, the family that I grew up in. I always felt kind of separated from others. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had a big family and um, it was um, just uh, a feeling of not being part of, I mm -hmm. guess. Not belonging. And, yes. Yeah. And so... Um, I wrote this section in the book and it's called God Continues uh, and that's how he's speaking to me. My world is a virtual prison mm. and um, it's a really interesting message because people that grew up in the 60s and the 70s, 50s even, um, they kind of lived in these homes and, and, and children were taught and told, you know, what happens in the home stays in the home. Mm -hmm. You don't talk about this. You don't go to other people. It was difficult to have friends that you actually could have deep conversations and actually confide in as mm -hmm. a child. So I felt kind of separated even from other children. And this section talks about, you know, the chaos in the world and, you know, how... Um, they really are not supposed to be elites and rulers of the world who control everything that happens in your life. Mm -hmm. And that is not the way the world was supposed to be set up to be. Mm -hmm. We were supposed to help and encourage and teach people to grow and to, and to go through this human experience and happiness and joy and love and caring for each other. And it, it's just turned into this situation where the world has become more like people are being controlled and told what to do mm. and they live more in a prison and it's all these man-made rules and laws that control everything that you're able to do and that you're never really able to develop and that's not the way things were supposed to be and so it's not one person that feels like that we all feel like we're being controlled by these outsized forces and we have no power um, of our own to take back our lives and to be able to break free from the prisons that we've been um, encased in throughout our lives. So that was a pretty profound message. I thought that was um, mm. interesting that people actually need to learn to come back into their own power mm -hmm. and not to give their power to these few people in the world who think they know the best for all of us mm. because that's just not that's just not the way the world is supposed to work. Yeah. Yeah. So going, going back to, um, being who you were placed on this earth to be instead of conforming to whatever structure that you alluded to earlier, we tend to do a lot of conforming or, um, getting into that autopilot mode. I've shared a lot about autopilot before where we go in and we just, we do things automatically. We just think, okay, you're, you're born, you go to school, you get the education, you go to work, you go to church, you do whatever that structure looks like. So, um, 
that's a really profound piece. I like that. That's awesome. All right. So I'm going to um, just share with our listeners, we were going to break in just a moment. You offer an author's inner circle group session. Can you share what your author's inner circle is all about? Well, it's interesting because that kind of developed after I wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of places we visited and and, um, and were um, promoting the book and things um, to, to try to... Um, get people to read and and especially to look at what happened in previous generations because uh, and I hate to use the term but I have to Mm -hmm. it's it's about you know what happened in previous generations and generational trauma and how that's carried forward into each future generation even if it's not specifically happening at this very moment that you're carrying forward this generational trauma from from previous generations and there has to be a point where you stop and you say, you know, we need to work on this. And the only way for future generations to be free of what's happened in the past is to clear out this generational trauma. And many of the people that would come and, and look at the book and talk to me about it would say, oh, my God, that was so my life when I was growing up. Mm. All this abuse, all this trauma, all these things that happened and everything was suppressed and no one was allowed to talk about them. And it just seemed like there was such a need for some of these people to be able to express what happened to them in a safe environment where there was no judgment, where they could share what happened, where they could begin to heal, open up um, to what was and be able to start to walk towards what should be. Mm. So, you know, the book also talks about what was, what is, and what can be. Mm-hmm. So those things, it's a process to get through that. And many people who have been through this generational trauma, this abuse, this this um, unpleasant happenings throughout their lives that they were never really able to process. Mm-hmm. I am hoping to open up a safe space mm-hmm. in this circle for people to be able to process because until you actually look at acknowledge and process what happened you're not able to move through it Mm. and I have a a section in the book that talks about um, walking through Mm -hmm. and not attaching to Mm. so many people have attached to their trauma Mm -hmm. and gotten stuck there yeah and the only way to move through this is to open their hearts and their minds and to discuss it to be able to um, alleviate some of that pain by going through, and it's it's emotional, mm-hmm. going through those emotions that they should have processed at the time the events happened, but were never able to. Mm-hmm. So this inner circle, I'm hoping and praying that will help many people to process and to be able to move forward and to leave the trauma behind and walk through and follow their lives to a much brighter place and a much safer place and a place where they can find happiness and joy and move through what happened and move on to what the creation that they should be creating in their lives could be. I love that. 
So for our listeners who are interested in diving deeper into the book with Denise, she offers that author's inner circle where she is going to walk you through the themes throughout the book um, and exercises that you can do through her personal journal. So she'll be offering her next circle in the spring. So be on the lookout for that. You can sign up for that at www.shewisepublications.com. Again, that's www.shewisepublications.com. And um, that session will be announced shortly in the spring. It's not often that we get an opportunity to connect with authors and have them share in a very dynamic and interactive way um, how to walk through the teachings and the messages that are shared in the book. So this is super awesome. And I'm glad you're allowing uh, folks to engage and do that. It's awesome that you're interacting with your readers. So we love that. All right, we're going to stop for a quick break and we'll be right back. We're going to change directions and go towards telepathic healing. Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become She-Wise. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of DreamVision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to DreamVision7Radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com. Journey to the Awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. 
the book reveals in a very riveting way the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com. When we arrive on this earth, our soul is housed in a body. That body needs to be nurtured with love and care. In Kristen Aurelia's latest books, Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body, and Practical Tools and Techniques Workbook, she explores ways to care for your mind, body, and spirit. She shares her wisdom gained along her journey in hopes to assist others in proactively caring for their human. Because after all, we only get one body, and it's meant to last a lifetime. Caring for your human, you only get one body. And Caring for your human, you only get one body practical tools and techniques workbook are available for purchase on Amazon and SheWisePublications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Let's shift gears. Welcome back. We are here with Denise Claire, and we are going to um, talk about telepathic healing. So I want to want to move from the book over into one of the gifts that you shared in the very beginning. I've had the pleasure of being one of Denise's clients along with my children. As a telepathic healer, she's providing healing sessions. The really cool thing is you don't have to be in person. Um, you can do them virtually. I was fortunate to experience both of them. When we're located in the same area, I get the benefit of face-to-face sitting right in front of Denise. And when we're not, we do Zoom sessions or FaceTime sessions, which both formats were equally as effective. Um, the experience and feeling was the same. So I'd like to share that because uh, for some folks who question, is it, you know, as effective if I'm not sitting in front of the person, it absolutely has been with Denise for us. Being able to do those virtual sessions, I think, was also very convenient because um, you're in the privacy and comfort of your own space. And, um, and you know that you can reach out to somebody. You don't have to get on the plane and take that trip for that special healing session. So before we talk to Denise a little bit about her telepathic healing gifts, I wanted to just share some of the areas that she's personally helped me with in her healing because she spans across so many different um, areas. And so I want to share with you guys some of the awesome, cool things she did for me. So I had a lot of health issues in activating my lymphatic system for draining and detoxing. And I had gone through so many uh, different I would say detox strategies, healing modalities. And for some reason, my body just didn't want to sweat. And so because we worked on this for uh, for a short bit of time, she was able to activate my lymphatic system to get me to sweat. And it was actually kind of funny because I can remember calling a couple times in the morning, like, 
are you working on me? Because I'm sweating. So <laughs> we had an understanding where I, I personally, because in the energy space, uh, of course, you get permission before you work on somebody. So I gave her free access to me to say, go ahead, just make it happen. Do what you need to do. Um, but it was funny because there were a few mornings I woke up just drenched in sweat. So she was able to get that moving for me, which was awesome. I also, as part of my journey, struggled a lot with um, migraine headaches and brain fog and some neurological uh, connection issues that just kind of stemmed from the different um, health crises I had gone through. So she was able to really work on those for me and help me get things back in working order so that I could function and be, you know, feeling at my best. Um, she also assisted me with my eyes. So I had some issues with my eyes and she was able to go in and do that. And then for my kids, boy, my kids are something else. So one of my children uh, plays sports and she's very, um, she's been very prone to injuries just in the last probably year and a half. She's had a lot of different setbacks um, in playing sports. And so we've had some problems with her ACL. She's had some issues with her ankle. Um, she also injured herself on one of the courts. She ended up um, tearing some um, ligaments from her iliatic crest so she had a fracture in her hip and so Denise was able to come in and um, mend her with her telepathic healing and it was actually kind of interesting because I can remember bringing her back to the doctor and the doctor looking at me saying so what did you do because she hasn't been through her physical therapy yet and we're seeing her walk and she you know she should have been on crutches or she should have still been in a space that was rewind a few weeks back and her healing had been progressed so quickly so uh, for those who don't believe or haven't experienced this yet i can tell you that i've experienced it firsthand with not only myself but my children and then my my other child she's worked on as well and she suffers with a lot of um, knee issues and she's had a lot of uh, back issues and um, just general cramping and things like that and so she's been able to come in she gets on FaceTime or gets on Zoom she connects in right away she uh, she's able to see the spot that needs the attention and she goes right to it so it's really super cool um, I'm very fortunate because since she's mom, we can just reach out and touch her. And so we keep her gainfully employed in the telepathic healing space. Um, so Denise, can you share a little bit with us now that I've told our listeners some of the cool things you can do, how you were introduced to telepathic healing? how do we get here? You know, sometimes <laughs> I wonder this myself. <laughs> you know, I began practicing on myself, on family members, mm -hmm. um, on friends. Um, I, my grandchildren are always, I mean, this one's in a car accident, that one slipped and hurt her knee, this one hurt her back, that one broke her hip, this one had knee issues, um, you know, my grandson broke his ankle and his foot. Um, every time I turned around, there was someone broken in front of me. So I just started moving their energy. And I found for me, when I first started, it was um, very easy for me when I would lay in bed at night, I could move energy for an hour, two hours, and I would call the person that had the injury to me and I would move my energy and it moved their energy. And I would call them in the morning and I would say, you know, 
you know, what happened last night? Did you feel anything? And most of the time people would say, well, I don't know. I was sleeping. I felt kind of funny, but no, I feel good this morning. And, you know, and then I would go and ask them about what I felt in my body. So the interesting thing is, is that when I do this, I'm able to feel in my body what hurts in their body. Mm. So once I have that feeling of, you know, stress or, or, um, uh, heavy pressure I'll feel in my body in a particular area, uh, had some problems with ears with one person and I could put my hands over my ears and I could feel it and I could feel the pressure and then I could feel the release of the pressure and a pop. And so I actually feel when I release, Mm -hmm. um, the tension, the pressure, the problem in someone. So it's an interesting interaction. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to be able to look directly into people's eyes to connect. But if I do it at night and I'm lying down and I do it at night, um, I will visualize them and then that's how they come to me. And that's how I move their energy. So it's been very interesting. And it seems that each time um, someone has a different problem. Mm -hmm. So it just, it's never the same. So Mm -hmm. it's always different. So I guess that kind of gives you the ability to say, okay, so it's not just like can fix an ankle. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's something different each time. And I've even had some different people that have had some um, issues with um, their heads that were quite interesting as well. Um, So... Um, yeah, everyone seems to have a different issue when they come. Yeah, that's awesome. So I know because we're close and we're personal, people may feel that we have a, a strong energetic connection. Um, and so it may seem easier for you to tap in. So just so that we can debunk any myths or confusion on this, can you share a little bit about, you just started to allude to, um, share with some of our listeners a little bit about the different healings you've done on clients that are non-family related that you've met for the first time and really haven't had an opportunity to have any basis of information or background on. What are some of the things you've seen or worked on with them? So um, I've met quite a few people at these different places that we go to and events mm-hmm. and things. Um, I had uh, a woman that was having um, issues with her eyes who had had surgery and um, had a lot of pressure in her eyes, had to go back and was looking at another surgery. Um, and I was able to work with her for about a half an hour or so on her eyes. And we were able to flush through and clear up a lot of the pressure and the pain in her head. Mm. Um, and when she went back to the doctor, she was doing much better. Mm-hmm. And I have corresponded with her a couple of times. And um, she's doing quite well. And she did not have to go back for an additional surgery. Um, so whatever she was doing and whatever I was doing, I got confirmation that way that that worked very well. Um, uh, I've had a few friends with some pretty, um, difficult situations, um, that, um, I don't know really well. I call them friends because I interact with them from time to time. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, one of them was having a lot of, um, muscular issues through, um, 
some uh, cancer treatments that she was having and she was having some severe muscular issues and problems walking and whatnot and had a lot of pain throughout her body and I worked on her several times and uh, it seemed to alleviate a lot of the the pressure and pain in her muscular system. Um, uh, Had another uh, person with headache issues, Mm. migraine type situations um, which seemed to uh, be alleviated after working Mm -hmm. on her uh, quite a while one afternoon. trying to think I mean there are just so many people so that have that have come um, had uh, a had someone come to me that had recently been divorced and her heart was just so heavy mm. and she had so much pain mm. um, and she just couldn't seem to get past this place she was stuck in mm-hmm. in her relationship and um, I worked with her for quite a while and she seemed so much better, Mm. um, so much better Mm -hmm. when she left. Um, I remember her, yeah. She was lovely. Yeah. Seeing the emotional release and I've noticed even when I watched you um, at these different holistic events when you work with somebody, um, seeing the relief on their face, like when they go and they sit with you you can tell the change in demeanor that happens. And I I also overheard a few times when people walked away, I feel so much lighter. I feel like a weight has been lifted. Um, I feel like I I can do something I couldn't do before. Uh, Just giving people that moment and that space to help them learn how to move their energy and shift those blockages that I have talked about in a few other episodes where our body keeps the score, right? There's that book by uh, Vanderkamp who goes through and shows how trauma gets trapped in the body and how if we don't address that or we don't move certain things, it can manifest into physical conditions. And um, you being able to get right in there and just have that few moments with that person. And I mean, What's the average time at, at the events? I know it's a, a bit shorter, right? Yeah. So sometimes, you know, it's like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, depending on the depth of their issue, mm-hmm. um, it can take longer, half an hour, 45 minutes. Um, it's kind of hard at an event because you don't have all that extra time. Mm -hmm. Um, When I can, I spend extra time depending on the person. And it seems like you always have a little bit of extra time for the person that needs that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just kind (laughs) of divine intervention there, just coming in saying, give you that extra space. Absolutely. Yeah. So there have been a lot of people that have had um, emotional trauma. And emotional trauma is, um, is... you can see the releases on people's face you Mm -hmm. can and you know the one thing that really i don't uh i can um do this and i don't need to put my hands on you or touch you um but after they have their session many of them ask if they can hug me Mm -hmm. and you can feel you can just feel the release when they when they do and 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 the the relief in their faces mm-hmm. is amazing to mm-hmm. me and it just it makes you feel good that you were able to help yeah so i love that well we're going to go for a quick break and then we're going to come back and we are going to ask a few more questions before we finish up the show um so we'll be right back
Journey to the Awakening takes you on a journey through many revelations of a child growing up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uncovering what really happened behind the white picket fence and how this continues to plague future generations. The book reveals, in a very riveting way, the details of multiple past generation secrets. Learning to walk through and not attach to the past will help guide the reader to beginning their own journey. Available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. For more information about Denise Clare's works and upcoming book signing events, visit SheWisePublications.com. Are you searching for a way to help create global change? Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's vision is to have an eclectic group of radio hosts dedicated to educating, enlightening, and helping humankind with positive messages and tools that enhance lives using different modalities and programs. If you would like to join our team and help illuminate the universe, call Deborah at 508-226-1723 or Deborah at dreamvision7radio.com. SheWise is your gateway to sparking soulful journeys and illuminating pathways in spiritual, healing, and self-help realms. SheWise Publications stands as a beacon for those seeking to share their voice. Beyond the pages in print, the heart of SheWise Publications beats with a passion for helping others connect to their healing journey. Together, let's navigate the complexities of the human experience and discover the threads that bind us all and become SheWise. For the full journey, visit SheWisePublications.com and SheWiseApparel.com. Light up your world and discover the key to surviving the human experience with Kristen Aurelia. Navigating through life can be a monumental task. Listen each Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network for all things to help you navigate your journey here on Earth. Help, healing, light, and wisdom for all. Join Kristen on a magic carpet ride and discover the secrets to surviving the human experience and become she-wise. In Kristen Aurelia's latest book, Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience, she shares a journey of a woman who embarks on a mission to heal the physical and emotional damage, as well as the trauma that has plagued her for the better part of her life. She shares her story in the hope that others will begin their journey to find their personal truth, move closer to the light, discover, and live out their intended purpose here on Earth. Recreation, Surviving the Human Experience is available for purchase on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, and SheWisePublications.com. When we arrive on this Earth, our soul is housed in a body. That body needs to be nurtured with love and care. In Kristen Aurelia's latest books, Caring for Your Human, You Only Get One Body, and Practical Tools and Techniques Workbook, she explores ways to care for your mind, body, and spirit. She shares her wisdom gained along her journey in hopes to assist others in proactively caring for their human. Because after all, we only get one body, and it's meant to last a lifetime. Caring for your human, you only get one body. And Caring for your human, you only get one body practical tools and techniques workbook are available for purchase on Amazon and SheWisePublications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax and enjoy. Let life flow.
welcome back. So we are in the final segment of our show. So Denise, I have to ask, when you're doing your telepathic healing sessions, do you encounter unexpected experiences? And when you do have those moments, how do you handle them? So, you know, each each person and each experience is different. So yes, uh, to all of that. Mm-hmm. So um, there are times when um, people have some serious issues and what I, when I connect into them and I kind of do a scan, I bring my hands from the top of my head all the way down my body, um, I sometimes feel their pain probably almost as intensely as they do. So sometimes I just feel a heaviness and other times I can actually feel the pain in their body, in my body. Um, I am um, able to move my energy which moves their energy and most of the time they can feel it. If they're able to connect in and they know how to move their energy at all, you they can feel their energy move through them as it moves through me. Um, sometimes I can get stuck mm. and that's the time that you know you really have to concentrate and breathe through it and um, you know it takes a lot of, of energy to move and push this negativity through my body so I can take on that without touching the person I can take on that particular issue um, especially when people have um, uh, headache issues migraine or neurological connection issues that you can feel in their head or in my head um, I have to flush that through my body before I allow them to get up and walk away. So I will continue to have them sit with me until I know that I've moved it through me. Because when I feel the release in my body, Mm -hmm. then I know that they're feeling the release in theirs. So if I'm kind of stuck Mm -hmm. on this particular, say say I have a hip issue and my hip is really in pain, Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to flush and move that energy until I'm able to push that negativity out of my body, Mm -hmm. then I know it's out of theirs as well. So it's kind of a connection that um, I have to to move it all Mm -hmm. for me to be able to feel okay too. Mm -hmm. So every Mm -hmm. once in a while I'll have to reground myself after a session. um, so that I can be clear for the next session. Makes sense. So what should someone going for a telepathic session for the first time expect? Well, it depends on the person, it depends on the issue, and it depends on their ability to receive and um, their uh their knowledge base of, mm-hmm. of energy moving and also their belief system. Mm. And I think the belief system probably should be the first thing on the list. Mm-hmm. So if people come to you very negatively and this is not going to work and uh, no, that needs to be taken out of the equation. That needs to be pushed away and you have to be open mm. to the fact that there are ways to heal mm-hmm. yourself and with others' assistance, but you have to be open to that. So if they're not open to it, it's very difficult to move someone's energy if they're completely negative mm-hmm. and don't want to believe that there's a possibility that you can assist them in mm-hmm. healing. Because 
you are just a vessel for the healing because the healing comes from the divine. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are a vessel to promote that healing and to transfer that healing to another person. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, as much as you'd like to think that you have the, the ability, you have no ability without divine Mm -hmm. intervention. So Mm -hmm. you, receive this ability and this gift and you are to share it with the world and it comes through you it is not you Mm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. makes complete sense so then the only thing i need to do if i'm uh, new to you and coming for a telepathic healing session is bring myself bring yourself and remain open bring an open mind Mm -hmm. an open heart to the fact that there is healing here it's available to you mm-hmm. and i try when i do my sessions to teach people how to also if they can't talk to me or you know they want to try to help themselves i also try to give them some tips on healing for themselves that mm. they can do on their own I love that. at home and because i think it's important that they continue to try to move their energy yeah. and to be able to um, Um, help themselves because again healing can come with other people but it also comes from within you Mm -hmm. and that is that is a huge message that needs to be given to everyone out there yeah I love that that teaching aspect and that um, true gift of showing others how to heal themselves Mm -hmm. right I think that's important I think it's uh, it's necessary that we all learn that as we go along the way so you don't become dependent on needing that from someone else but to be able to understand it and i think that's the um the coolest thing is that you actually even when you've worked with myself and my children i we've come to you with different issues but you are a teacher you're showing us how to do this let me do it let me show you and now how did you do did you figure it out so i think that's really beautiful All right, so we are getting towards the end of our show, so I have to ask you, if you can share one message with our listeners, what would it be? Oh my goodness. (laughs) I know that's hard. There's so many messages. All right, well, you can have a few then. So so I think each and every one of us needs to believe in ourselves. Mm. We need to look at the world differently, to open our hearts and our minds to the fact that we are part of everything that is. We are all part of one collective consciousness in the universe. Mm -hmm. We are all part of each other. Mm -hmm. That as we do things that are unkind or unhealthy, we do that not just to ourselves, but we, we, we do it to everyone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, if you're doing things that are unkind to others, you're actually hurting yourself mm-hmm. and you're hurting everyone in the process. Mm-hmm. So I think that we all need to learn to believe in ourselves. We all need to be kinder to each other. We all need to encourage each other and we all need to come into our own power and learn that each and every one of us has a journey. It's unique to ourselves, but it's our journey and everyone has one. So each person needs to take that first step on their journey to their awakening because it's everywhere and the awakening is here. And it's time for all of us to believe and to step on the path and start their journey to their own awakening. 
Wow, that was beautiful. And there was so much in there. Um, so I'm sure our listeners will want to listen more than once. And you can always go back and download this episode if you missed any of that. Um, that was absolutely beautiful. So before we sign off, I would just like to ask Denise, if you can share with our listeners, how can they get in touch with you if they would like to schedule a session, attend an author's inner circle, attend any of your trainings, um, or if they'd like to connect for collaboration or speaking engagements, where do we find uh, you? So, um, shewisepublications.com. Okay. Um, you can sign up for Authors Inner Circle if you're interested in that. Um, you can email us there. Mm -hmm. Um, she wise publications um, at gmail.com yes mm -hmm. so if you email there I can get back to you I also have a Denise Claire uh, Facebook um, mm -hmm. site if you want to go on to that um, that's just Denise Claire mm -hmm. Denise Claire yeah. yeah and then you've got your Instagram right Denise I have Claire Instagram. 214 Yep. Okay. And um, yeah, and the, and the book is on Amazon. Um, you can order through there and then go right on to shewisepublications.com and uh, check out the um, author circle because that I think is going to be something that will help people. And I've been asked for that. So mm -hmm. that's what where that was um, originally originated from. So hopefully um, we'll hear from some of you and uh, I hope you enjoy the book. Um, I'm going to continue to write, and um, my next book hopefully will be coming out soon. Wonderful. So that's super exciting. And also um, on shewisepublications.com, there's a list of events on the tabs. Just wanted to throw that in there as well. So if you're interested in meeting Denise in person, um, there are some events coming up that she will be at. So uh, that's another opportunity as well. So I just want to thank all of our listeners for listening in today. Uh, stay well, be blessed, and continue to remain she-wise. Until next time. This wraps up today's episode of Surviving the Human Experience with Kristen Aurelia, the show where all things human experience related come together and are explored. Join us on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Episodes will be archived on the Surviving the Human Experience Dream Vision 7 Radio Network website page and will also be accessible at shewisepublications.com. That's S-H-E-W-I-S-E -E publications.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.